Hello. Did it pick me up? Alright, die. This die is still treating me really nice. Has not yet rolled a one. Never mind. It rolled a one. Hello everyone and welcome back. It is good to see you all. My name is Sam. This is Sidecar Stories, of course, but hey, hold on a second. Who is this little pink baby? <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Chaotic Darby, um, uh, an aptly self-titled individual. Actually, I don't know if that's self-titled. We're gonna have to explore that in just a second. But Darby is uh, a a fairly recent friend of mine. Like I think time scale is very weird considering the pandemic. But this is Darby, one of the most prolific uh, tabletop RPG folks that I know existing in the world at this point. Darby, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm so bad at introducing myself. That's all right. Um, so, Darby, let me ask you a few questions here. First of all, are you self-titled? Is Chaotic Darby uh, something that you decided, you know what, this kind of works for me? Or did someone else say, there, there needs to be chaos appended to your name so that people know what they're getting themselves into? The title is self like self-made but okay. i have been called chaotic and gremlin like uh for much of my life so i feel it's more finally putting putting the title to the attitude finally putting the title to the attitude okay um and uh yeah would you say that <laughs> this is an attitude in which you revel yes okay. absolutely i it live to breathe chaos which apparently I was causing chaos on the stream even before we were shown because apparently you I was audible. Um, uh, I believe for for some of it only over in Discord. I think it should have only been over in Discord. <laughs> if not, rut row raggy. <laughs> um, Darby, let me share with you actually for a moment one of my oddities, I guess I would say, when it comes to this, and that is that I have been doing this solo for a few years at this point, and that means. One thing most especially, uh, and that is that I have a terrible instinct to fill all silence. I'm going to endeavor not to do that. Cass, uh, my girlfriend is a teacher and she has taught me a few tricks, but um, it is just like, it's stream brain. So if you've got like, if you've got a riff you want to get on, I'm going to try and let you get onto that. Um, and uh, if, it, if it feels like I'm kind of like talking over too much... Uh, feel free to just just like wave me down because I will I will shut it right there and let you get on with it um, Because you're good at this and that's something that y'all should know about Darby <laughs> Okay at this Darby's good at this um, Darby, I'm not gonna ask you favorite show because I know that's like a division of loyalties thing We, we oh, would yeah, never want to get that's into a loaded question there. <laughs> what would you say is the show in which you feel the most proud of your performance? Ooh. God damn it. Um, it's a, that's a big well, one. I know it's a, it's I know a that's not one. a. I think it would probably be most recently Shadowrun. So I play in a Shadowrun 6th edition game. Indeed. Um, Fridays at uh, 12.30 PST. Yeah. Cowabunga. Um, <laughs> Cowabunga. <laughs> but we, we did our first season. We're starting our second season. I mean, man, my 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 GM really took the uh, idea of like a <laughs> backstory as a baseball bat to like a T. Um, okay. 
was it was a lot of fun and like the episode where they really went hey you know all that like backstory you gave me like let me just uh yeah just uh, let me i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and uh pound some nails into this thing wrap a chain around it nails a little bit of napalm in there like oh man they they really just like let loose on that episode and i also let loose on the episode it was a lot of fun and it was probably it's still one of my like favorite one of my favorite like times where i went like okay let's let's go like (laughs) (laughs) cork extra power it was great I rolled into work immediately afterward, and I was, like, (laughs) puffy-faced. But I was like, I had a great time. (laughs) Sobbing my way through an episode, and also, like, people are doing, like, X and O checks. I'm like, I'm great. I'm great. (laughs) Like, I know I'm crying, but, like, I'm having a great time. (laughs) But I'm here. I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm here for it. Fantastic. Well, Darby, you have played vampires. You've played... I would say you've played gremlins, but you've just sort of, like, been a gremlin, it sounds like. As far as I can tell. I sort of turn every character into a gremlin, uh, just by the fact that I play a character. (laughs) Well, it's going to be fun here today, folks, because Darby is actually going to be potentially gremlinizing a character that we already know. This is a character that, uh, frankly, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna blow it until we actually get into like starting scenes and stuff. But uh, Darby is going to be playing a character that we know that we've spent a decent bit of time with. Um, I would actually, I would be curious to know if Chat can guess. Darby, I am very excited to have you on the show today, um, and uh, I'm gonna ask you again later. But I want to give you two chances at it. Is there anything that you would like to plug before we head on in today? You can find season two of my Shadowrun campaign uh, this Friday on Weave the Tale, a uh, Twitch channel, a uh, bunch of funky, fun stories. It's cool. It's fun. Also, you can catch up on season one on YouTube, which is linked in the Twitch channel. I'm also the community manager for that channel. So you'll see me. If you don't see me on Shadowrun, I'm sort of working behind the scenes doing all the stuff. Uh, you can also catch me. The premiere of that episode is the 31st on the first watches youtube channel of our campaign a dnd fifth edition campaign later tonight i will be on girls run these worlds twitch channel um in our rule for luck dnd fifth edition game where i play aceling who is a, t- a halfling quote unquote um <laughs> who is a bard but also a warlock but she doesn't really remember anything about her past so she doesn't know that she's a warlock she just thinks that changeling can kind of heal people naturally she, indeed you know, she's not very she's not very bright um <laughs> let's see she's uh, bright enough she's bright <laughs> if she's not just bright she's bright enough <laughs> um she, you can also catch me every other tuesday on through hall of flames also a dnd fifth edition game um anywhere you can listen to podcasts spotify uh spreaker is kind of our main hosting channel but it's cool it's fun is that all of them shut <laughs> on Go through the list. Retrace your steps. Yes, that is all the games that I am currently in that have episodes that are aired. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's so many, like, behind-the-scenes projects. Oh, I guess I'm the technical admin and co-host for TTRPG, spelled Mm -hmm. T-E-A-T-R-P-G, Twitch channel where we try to make a space inclusive for like poc lgbt like marginalized communities to have a space to tell stories and indeed uh 
I'm not on screen a lot. I was briefly on screen uh, for their Percy Jackson game, uh, The Beaten and the Damned. So mm-hmm. it's a really cool game that runs at 5 p.m. PST <laughs> on their channel. Yeah, cool. Just, there we just go. Just you'd it. be like, okay, yeah, so I'm here right now, but then in a few hours, catch me over here. Uh, and then if you do a brief, take a brief sleep, we're talking a six hour, not an eight hour. We're talking fewer <laughs> REM cycles. Come catch me back on this other one. Um, yeah, y'all know what I mean then when I say that Darby is like <laughs> the most prolific tabletop RPG person that I know. Kind of just run around everywhere and go, hello, I'm here. <laughs> and it is so wild that I was able to bring you on here. And I'm very thankful for you uh, taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule to come do this. <laughs> I will, for one shots, I will always find time. Which hey. It's not great for my sleep schedule, but you know, who needs sleep when yeah. you have game? Let's get those finger guns going. Let's one shoot this. Folks. Ready, aim, side cannons! Welcome back to night school at Vesperal Academy. It has been some time now since the winter storm has uh, really dropped enormous drifts of snow all over this burned out carcass of a castle that is Castle Vesperal. We find ourselves now out on an athletic field. We hear shouting. <sighs> as uh, figures run through the absolutely frigid sleet here on the field. Um, we are inside a ruined arena. It's not very large, uh, but the walls of it have crumbled in places, and in those places we see uh, little torches lit, um, uh, students maybe half paying attention to the menagerie match going on on the field right now. Um, Others sort of, uh, you know, cheering in the stands while, while some sort of uh, drift and loiter around as students do at such events. Um, there is a little podium uh, off to one side, a crumbling stone dais wherein uh, a number of the school staff, including headmistress Franciliska, uh, stand and watch the proceedings in spite of the terrible, terrible weather. Um, this is one of the first times that some of the students have had a chance to get outside again after the terrible snowstorms passing through. 
The menagerie match rages on the field with uh, students, quick and tough, uh, tall and short, rush back and forth trying to chase this leather ball, which uh, it's about the size of an exercise ball, and uh, at rapid, sudden, random intervals will change suddenly into different creatures. Uh, an ostrich runs across the field, uh, sort of a stuffed animal uh, looking like a leather effigy of an ostrich, and then suddenly tumbles back into a ball, rolls for 10 yards, and then pops up as an elephant, and then pops down again and sprouts wings as a griffin, and all the while these students are trying to coerce it with foliage and, uh, you know, just trying to manhandle it into the cages at either end of the arena. This is Menagerie. It's a fantastic time. And uh, the students watching here uh, alternately cheer or boo as their team gets a little closer or a little further away from their own home cage. Off to one side. Not on the field. Not even necessarily paying an awful lot of attention to the game at this point. We find ourselves inside one of these little crumbled bits of the arena stands. It's a little quieter around this corner, a little darker here, and it's a perfect place for one of our students to conduct a bit of business. A, uh, a young man runs around the corner from the stands, uh, runs into this little alleyway in the, in the crumbled bits of ruin, uh, where we see a dark shape sitting on a, a crumbled bit of stone, and this young man uh, runs up. He is uh, skinny. He's pretty tall. Um, I'm going to say he would be played by, like, Machine Gun Kelly. Um, <laughs> uh, this is Steel, with an E, uh, and he runs up and says... Hey, 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 uh, so, listen, boss, I I've been hearing some bad news, okay? I've been hearing some stuff about Javik, all right? I think he's on his way right now, and from what I hear, he's trying to start a rumble. He wants to push you off the top, he wants to be the new head of the gang around here. I think the, the figure is just going to shift how she's sitting a little bit, and then just mm -hmm. laugh, like... <laughs> <laughs> He's welcome to try. Don't worry. <laughs> Steel, come here. Like, just like pats on the shoulder. Like, okay. Listen. He's gonna, he's gonna do whatever he thinks he wants to do. But our pack is strong. What's he gonna do? Realistically, I, I, I don't know. I. You know, I, I've been hearing that maybe he's got a, a little bit of support. You know, some of the ones that are a little more into the way that he thinks about who we should and shouldn't be letting into the pack. Some people would think it might be better to be a little bit more exclusive. It, it doesn't sound like it's everybody. Maybe, probably not even most people, but... You know, some of the ones who aren't quite so happy about how you're trying to bring Illyria in, you know... They're not, they got bit, but they weren't raised in this like we were. And, you know, I'm fine with it. I know you're fine with it, but Javik, some of his, some of his people. Yeah. And, uh, I think she will nod a little bit. As long as you believe in our group and you believe the ideals we stand by, Steel, just slap shoulder again. We're mm -hmm. going to be fine. I know. I know Lyria may not have been raised like us. That doesn't mean that she's not a part of this family now. 
All right. No, you're right. You're right. And uh, we stay together. We stay strong. And he puts a hand on your shoulder as well. And uh, in the flickering light of the torches, we see this person that Steele has called the boss. This is Chu. The head of the Lycan gang, these werewolves uh, that kind of have a run of certain parts of the school, certainly. Um, but a bit of trouble on this front. Um, what is going through Chu's mind right now, hearing that there might be a challenge coming up? Like, a little peeved. She's not worried. It's more like, dude, come on. You really want to You really want to try and, and step to it. Mm -hmm. um, but just sort of, sort of, like, plotting out, like, all right, what's the best way to, like, bring the situation into an area I can control, like... How do I, you know, make sure my posse's like really believing, believing in me, right? Mm -hmm. You gotta believe strong. She's like, no, we got Absolutely. this. We got this. She's just like game planning right now. She's just sitting back and some strategizing. She's, she's strategizing. She's not worried. Fantastic. What is the sort of territory that you would like to try and move this to? Something really public. Something super visible. Cause she. If someone is coming up and being like, I don't think we should let anyone into the, you know, into the pack who isn't, who isn't like born a werewolf. Yeah. She wants this beatdown to be public and visible. Okay. Fantastic. Um, go ahead in that case and make me a wits roll. This is our first roll of the one shot. Yay! Wahoo. Okay. Um, and unfortunately it's against the nine and a 10. So good luck to you. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, nine out of ten. I got mm -hmm. a seven. <laughs> like. You are processing your options, Chu, as you sit here. Um, you've got a uh, probably a mostly leather cloak uh, up over your head. What's your, what's your like, foul weather garb here? Dark clothing, but, like, mm -hmm. practical. But sure. Like cool. I, the, I just threw out a lot of adjectives that didn't make a lot of sense. No, it's good. But... It's fine, and it's perfect. Like a bit of maybe a bit of fur lining on whatever she's got, just like around the cuff. Rough, Very cool. Look like. Give Indeed. that like animalistic vibe, no matter what she's wearing. Definitely, yeah. Stay, you stay connected to it, um, mm -hmm. and it's it is a it's an aura that has worked out well for you thus far. It's given you a a, a good bit of gravitas in any situation, uh, whether or not you're in a room full of lichen. You are considering your options, sitting here with the rain running off of your, uh, running off of your very cool clothing, your cool practical clothing, and you think, essentially, the field, it's going to be busy, it's going to be loud, and people are only going to start paying attention to y'all and not the game once the actual, like, gets started. How how close was he to like getting here? Uh, you don't know. Steel just essentially like rushed up and uh, said like, "Oh, he's on his way. Here he comes." <laughs> I think she's got probably a couple of posse members around her, right? Yeah, you've got some some folks who are up in the stands, more interested in the game than you might be, uh, and then others are just sort of like hunched down next to you here, like this is what cool kids are doing tonight. It's freezing in the rain. <laughs> yeah, cool kids are freezing in the rain. She's just like. I think she wants to, to to hype up her 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 crew a little bit before before the rumble gets a rumbling. Okay, Steel sort of like nods at you, um, sort of seeing what you're what you're trying to do, and says, "All right, all right, hey, listen up, hunger, let's go." <laughs> Boss is talking. 
crew, listen. There is nothing more in this world that you know that I love than our little faction right here, our pack. No one in this world matters more to me than this group right here. Right, right? And what binds us all together? What binds us all together? Woof! Hunger! Woof. Hunger! <laughs> right? It's not how we were raised. It's not how we were born. It's what we do. It's our ambition. It's our drive. It's our hunger. That... That's not something that simply comes from being a born a lichen. It comes from who you are as a person. Regardless of whether you were bitten, you were born, it's who we are. And who are we to say that someone can't join our ranks just because they were bitten and not born? Am I right? Am I right? Woof! Woof! So screw whoever says they can't be, that Lyria can't be a part of this pack. If she wants to be a part of this pack, then she's gonna be a part of this pack. If she's got the hunger, who are we to stop her from being hungry? And she'll just like wah wah wah. <laughs> Believe yeah, in the cause. Yeah. Steel Steel is like jumping around like uh you know he's got his arm going like a cowboy <laughs> leading the big howl. Um Yeah. Go ahead and give me that heart roll. Uh, I want to see how you do and you do get a plus 1 because this is absolutely a group with which you are bonded. That'll be an 8. Partial success. I'm going to say you got your group pumped up. In the flash of lightning in the distance. Down at the end of this alleyway, sort of framed behind him, you can see a few sort of hesitant silhouettes. But here in front of you is Javik. It's basically Havoc spelled with a J. This is a big dude. Um, he definitely outsizes you, at least in human form. Um, and standing back with the with the athletic field at his back, players playing uh, a menagerie behind him, running back and forth, chasing this thing. As the lightning strikes, we see his heavily sideburned face. Um, he stands there with, he's got dirty blonde hair, which is super unkempt. He is pretty intent on not taking particularly good care of his human form because he dismisses it. He doesn't consider it important. This is this is a, a a temporary vacation from his true self. That's a wolf. He stands here uh, as the pack howls around you. The large majority of the pack around you gets in on the howl, but you can see some of these shapes behind him, some of these silhouettes. You know they're yours but you don't know potentially how much they might also be in his camp. You know they're part of the gang here, they're part of uh, they're part of the hunger, but you're also looking at this, you know, wondering who is going to join in when this really goes down. All right. Joe. You've been talking and talking so much about Illyria. I hear you talk about them every day. Illyria is not welcome here, not like you say. We are born this. No matter how much we may find our prey, and they may become wolves of their own right, they are not the hunger. We are the hunger. I challenge you! <laughs> And uh, he lets out this big, mighty bark as Chu yawns directly at him. <laughs> yeah, she's. I like. I like to imagine she's quite a bit like 
like short and stocky sort of type. Like, and she's just like yawning, like, uh huh. Uh, he starts to beat on his chest. Face me! Face me! Face me! Alright, alright. No need to get your, uh, knickers in a twist there, Javik. Um. <laughs> Uh, Steel steps forward, um, sort of, kind of in between you and Javik, um, and says, Javik, back off. All right? We've got a leader, and we've got a leader because she does a good job at it. All right? She's carried us through a lot. Javik doesn't pay any attention. He just keeps beating on his chest. First me! <laughs> Uh, he growls, and you hear a lot of growls around you as well. This is decision time for you. Are you going to try and take this out into the field? Because essentially that's going to mean either sending your gang at him or you just charging in yourself. Um, because he's got the field to his back. Uh, and so you're going to kind of need to like push this out of the alleyway if you want this to be public. I mean, it'd be really funny to just jump up and then kick him. Like, you're just like full body, like... Yeah, absolutely. Like and punch him out into the crowd. <laughs> you leap up both feet up into the air, both boots forward, catching him in the chest. Let's see just how hardcore it gets here. Roll plus your heart, if you don't mind. Oh, I like that. I've got some really good news for you. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. I got great, I got even better news for me. <laughs> What'd you get? A six, Uh, so for a total of eight. You got an eight against two ones. <laughs> you beat the what heck out I of it. Explain, baby? Like, and, I got the best heart. <laughs> and not only that, but I'm going to tell you something right now. In the game of Iron Swan, uh, when you are going up against a match on the challenge dice, so two ones, for instance, uh, that is essentially a crit. If you beat it, that's a crit hit. If you, if you come in underneath it, uh, that is a crit miss. But you absolutely blew this out of the water. And so you rush forward, jump up, both feet plant solidly into his chest, and in the middle of a first me, you catch him in the chest, lightning strikes, and he flies backward onto the field, skidding underneath uh, the ball, which rolls over, changes into a duck, and scurries away uh, as the players are sort of uh, absolutely baffled by this. You've done your harm here. Uh, go ahead, give me your next move as he just like, in a daze. I mean, it, it is full, off, full on left like the the minor anime crater in the grass yeah. where like the dirt has been pushed off the side. I'd love to grab him by the collar and like hold him up in like a larger form. What do you look like? How, like how much of you is wolf, if any, or is it just sort of a, a, an aura that you give off? What does it look like with, with Chu advancing onto the field right now as uh, the beaks start to look down from their dais, uh, the students are starting to change their attention away from the game? You had a kind of a dicey roll at the beginning, but now with this super hit, uh, you have definitely gathered the attention you hope to get on this. Yeah, I think I think her form, she gets, uh, she's like already like a stocky person, but she just, her form just sort of Rose inside. She gets like longer, like longer legs, longer arms, mm -hmm. uh, like sharp teeth. The fur on her coat sort of melds in with like the fur that starts kind of appearing along her body, like yeah. out like the coat sleeves out of like like she gets like a rough almost um, 
snout sort of starts to appear, ears uh, pulled back. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think in this, if it's all right, in this form, she's taught like, in this half-shifted form, she's taller than Javik and just grabs him by the collar and like lifts him up and is like, you think power and anger is all you need to lead? Then you are truly the weak one here and just spike him. He just like, like he's barking as and wriggling around uh, as your like suddenly sizable form just slams him into the ground. Uh, go ahead and make a strike for me here. You're gonna roll plus your edge for me. Against <laughs> 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 a two and a, and a nine. Two and a nine? Uh, well, I have a four. Uh, okay, mm. that is enough for a weak hit. And after these two hits, he is, I mean, he's feeling it. Um, he tries to crawl backward and away. Um, he gets hold of uh, the menagerie ball and just sort of like claws after it. It changes into a basilisk. It starts to like wriggle away and he gets hold of its tail and it pulls him out from underneath you. Uh, and he manages uh -huh. to get to his feet, but he sways here as the sleet sort of uh, falls down against both of you. He's starting to make his own transformation. He was born into this just like you were. And uh, mm -hmm. He's behind, though. <laughs> he is, uh, he's trying to transform. He transforms into, I mean, you've seen Javik before. Y'all have hunted together. Um, and uh, he is, like, stockier uh, than you are in the wolf form. Um, Y'all sort of, like, twist in different directions, essentially, as wolves. Uh, but he's got this big, wide muzzle with these incredibly powerful jaws. Um, and uh, now... As y'all clash again, uh, he releases the basilisk tail. Uh, it scurries off onto the field as the players are just sort of like unsure of what's happening next. There have been brawls on the field before, but rarely ones that are so immediately shocking. Um, and uh, he is going to, uh, he, he stands. There are these sort of broken stone pillars all throughout the field here. Uh, and he sort of, grabs onto one and starts to climb up it. He says, Power and strength! These are the only things that you can count on in a leader. You can be soft. You can let in anyone that you wish. And at the end of the day, what do you have? You don't have a faction. You don't have a gang. You just have a rabble. And he leaps off of this thing toward you. Go ahead and uh, with a clash, uh, I think it's going to be an iron. Total six. You got a six? Yeah. Fantastic. That is a weak hit. He leaps off of this pillar, and uh, at this point, he pretty much goes immediately into full wolf form. There is not a hint of his human form left, except for the wide sort of puffy cheeks that kind of remind you of his big sideburns. Uh, he leaps off and lands on top of you. How do you? How is it that you retaliate? Are you a claws fighter? Are you a teeth fighter? What's your gig? I think she's, she's like, strength might not be her thing, so it's more like speed. It's just the fact that she can like outspeed someone. So I think as he is about to land, she just swipes out as fast as she can, like across his face, like mm -hmm. just gets a quick swipe in with her claws before he like fully like lands on her. Absolutely. Um, 
Um, he does manage to catch you with one arm, but you dart your claws in across his face. You catch him, it rakes through one of his big sideburn cheeks uh, and up one of his ears. And uh, as he lands, you stumble backward. You fall right on your ass as he uh, it takes you down and you can feel claws digging into your side here. He falls and just like, he's, he's got a muzzle full of dirt now. Um, there is a decent bit of screaming happening in the ruined stone uh, sort of amphitheater of this arena. Um, some of the uh, menagerie players are running away. Uh, some of them are running toward you. You can see some of these athletes are part of your gang after all. And so they're running forward to see like, okay, who, who is transformed right now? Like what's who's throwing down here? Um, you can see uh, over on the dais with the beaks and the headmistress, uh, Madame Frangeliska, uh, the headmistress, leans down toward Brizzly. Uh, Brizzly is a dwarf. He is a werebore. You could almost call him the counselor for the school for all of the Lycan students. Firm, tough, and fair is sort of his reputation. Um, but he uh, hops down after nodding to Madame Frangeliska and starts to charge on over in this direction. Um, meanwhile, Javik uh, has got an arm around you, you've fallen on your ass here, and he is just going to dig his claws into your side and pull you into this crush underneath him, uh, where he is going to try and just, you know, do that wolf thing of get over top of it, and then chomp, 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 chomp. Um, go ahead and, uh, give me a clash here. Uh, partial success, uh, total three. <laughs> A three, okay. So here's the deal. Once again, you do your damage, but and so you're now maxed out at 10, but you still don't have advantage. You know, he's on top of her trying to chomp at her, and she just, I think she's just going to try and kick him off of her. Because mm -hmm. uh, I have an idea of how I want to end this fight. Because you said there's a bunch of cages around this arena right now. Um, There are, like... Uh, there, are, there are two cages. There's one big one at either end, and the, the aim is get the menagerie ball and get it back in your team's cage. Uh, but they are both open right now, um, and uh, they're, they're like sizable. You could absolutely put a person in there. Mm, yeah, because uh, like <laughs> she wants to kick him off of her mm -hmm. uh, in the direction of the nearest cage, okay. <laughs> if possible. When I get the initiative and try and end the fight, I'm trying to lock his ass in that cage. Just yep. like peak humiliation. Uh, Indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Um, at this point, he still has initiative. Like I said, I will let you know. Basically, you have to score a strong hit because you're kind of on the back foot right now. Um, mm-hmm. You have dealt your damage. He is at, he's maxed out at 10 out of 10 here. Um, he is like ragged and exhausted already. That first hit, you really caught him. And he is, you know, this is Javik we're talking about. He is no longer verbal as a person uh, because he, he just goes full wolf form immediately. But you caught him while he was a human and he ignores that part of himself. Uh, and so he's like not, he wasn't ready to be like <laughs> already winded before he even got into wolf form. Um, you catch him in the chest and you try to kick him off. Let's uh, let's get another clash roll here. It's going to be another iron. Uh, meanwhile, off in the stands, um, you hear a uh, a shout. This is a voice that you have begun to recognize recently. Um, this is Illyria. Um, they are uh, a non-binary human and uh, a recent werewolf. Um, and um, 
you can hear uh, they are sort of running down the stands from where they were sitting. Um, and, uh, man, these dice are being really unfriendly to you. Uh, <laughs> against a one and an eight, basically. <laughs> you got a good chance for a partial. I got a par- I've got a partial. I've got a six. Gotcha. Um, you have got, again, you have got, you've got him so, so hard on the back foot, but he just yeah. continues to, I think he's basically got his teeth sunk into, uh, some part of you. Do you fully transform at this point, or do you try to hold on to sort of, like, a little bit of both? I'm wondering, cause, like, cause her best skill is her wits. Uh, sure. I think she, it's... Because she's not the strongest, but what mm -hmm. she's got is her brains, and I think she's just trying to drag him towards the cage mm -hmm. without him, like, noticing, per se, that that's what she's trying to do. If he's, if he's like, got a grip on her and is not letting go, then she's going to just start rolling towards that cage and just tussling them closer and closer so at some point that she can just throw him in and lock him down. Absolutely. Um... You hear uh, uh, Grizzly, first of all. Uh, the, he's the beak. Uh, he's this this dwarf. Um, and he is rushing across the field here saying, <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Hey, off. Get off. Who is that? Um, it's dark. <laughs> it's a little hard to tell who's wrestling around it's right raining. now. It's raining. Yeah. I know one of you's Chew. <laughs> one of the two of you. I know it's going to be Chew. Uh, Illyria is actually rushing down onto the field, uh, and you can see them. Uh, they stand uh, pretty, like, uh, pretty wide-shouldered, uh, kind of stockier, and they actually are going to try and jump in here. Illyria has been watching this uh, menagerie match for a little while now, and uh, suddenly things got really pretty interesting, really all of a sudden. Um, Illyria starts to hear their name. And uh, looking down into the field, uh, off in one corner, there are two shapes rolling around uh, in the sleet, in the mud. One of them climbs up a pillar and suddenly leaps off of it. They hear growling and howling uh, as the rest of the gang uh, starts to sort of advance out behind Chu, not really wanting to make a move because it kind of needs to be this head-to-head -head thing. But Illyria's been thinking a lot about this, and uh, they turn to Igor, uh, where the two of them are in the stands watching together, uh, and Illyria says, It's been hard enough to decide whether I'm going to be listening to Brizzly or Chu and... I know I decided to go with Brizzly, but it sounds like Chu's defending me down there. I'm not going to let her go down by herself. I'll see you in a moment. O'Leary doesn't necessarily know the rules of the Rumble, doesn't know that this is a big dispute about authority. Uh, all Illyria knows is that Chu has kind of been in their corner for a while, and as such, uh, they're going to try and be in Chu's corner. So uh, is going to rush in and uh, try to make an iron attack here, because it does look like, uh, I mean, there, there's like blood coming off of Javik at this point. Um, it's, it's dripping down one of his ears and out of one of his sideburn cheeks. Um, and, oh boy. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Illyria rushes forward, having no control over the werewolf part of themselves. Um, uh, they they don't bother to try and transform. They're just going to be a, a slugger for right now. And unfortunately, against a seven and a nine, I did roll a one, uh, which does kick up to about a, a three uh, with my stats. But essentially, Illyria just rushes forward, um, tries to bear hug, and essentially suplex Javik off of Chu, and instead can't quite get a grip. And Javik whips around and catches them in the cheek uh, with a a big, I mean, getting bit in the face by a wolf, especially a wolf as powerful as Javik. Uh, blood immediately starts coursing down uh, Illyria's neck and they fall into the dirt, just sort of like wide-eyed and dazed. Chu. Uh-huh. Once per fight, you can risk it all and steal initiative from your foe to try and make a move. Um, yes! This is definitely going to be with wits. You have spotted this cage over in the corner. Total of eight. I'm not gonna tell you what these dice rolled. He sort of like rolls over backward, yelps just a little bit, but trying to fight off two enemies at once, not easy. What do you do? I think uh, in the moment where he is distracted and he turns mm-hmm. and he hits uh, Illyria yep. off of himself, she's going to take advantage of that to use his like the momentum of him like turning and doing that stuff to just sort of fling him. Yeah, give him a full spin. (laughs) Just give him a full spin and just throw him uh, into that cage and then quickly run up and slam it down. Absolutely. You uh, fight your way across the field. You get him up onto his back, um, which, you know, dogs traditionally not great fighters when they're on their backs. Um, Uh uh, He wriggles around and backs up. You can see he is exhausted. Uh, Blood drips down the side of his face. He backs up away from you, and looking back behind you, you can see his wolf eyes are, have gone sort of wide. And you, at the, at sort of in your peripheral, at the wings here, you see your gang stock still. Not a one moves out. Important in two ways. No one moves out to help Javik. And no one moves out to help you. Whatever point Javik was trying to make about who the tougher one is, that has not gone on. None of the none of your gang has succumbed to his sort of show of strength or whatever he was trying to do. Not only that, but nobody comes to, not even Steel comes to give you back up, which means you have handled this so thoroughly, no one's looking at you thinking you need help. Javik, like, backs up, and you, um, in this sort of partially transformed uh, form with your, with your sort of, like, uh, your wolf fur joining in with the fur that you wear over your shoulders, uh, you advance... Two legs or four legs? I think on two. I love it. Because I think Javik likes to ignore the human part of himself. Mm-hmm. But I think for Chu, it's not human or wolf. It is both. That is what it really means to be like. And you have to embrace all these parts of yourself because it, it is it is ultimately all you. You're not one over the other, you're both. Uh, and I think that's sort of what she's emphasizing with this shifted, half-shifted form, not fully human, not fully wolf, is like, there's this harmony between both. Absolutely. And this, I mean, you don't have to communicate this to your gang right now because you have done such a thorough job. And not only that, 
But as you back Javik up, Javik looks around uh, in uh, sort of in a shock. You've backed him all the way up to the edge of the field here, where sort of standing a little bit behind, not sure what to do next, uh, some of them off to the side. Uh, the menagerie players are just sort of like seeing what happens next here, but it corrals Javik straight toward this cage. And as he backs up on all fours and as you advance on your two legs, the point comes through loud and clear. This is what it looks like when you embrace only one part of yourself and ignore everything else. Javik backs up uh, and yelps a little bit when he steps onto the cold steel of the cage. Um, and you advance forward and he just sort of like cowers into the cage and you slam the, the, the door shut. Yeah. Your message, loud and clear. This is the, the feral version of every lichen that they could choose to be but that you choose to manage and not to succumb to. He runs back and forth, throwing himself into the bars of the cage. I think she's gonna, just gonna get on top of the cage, just sit on the edge of it, shift back into human, and just be like, like looking down at uh, Javik, like pacing in there, like yep. afraid and, and pushing up against the, uh, against the cage and Tail be like- between his legs. Yeah. See? This is what real strength is. It's not how hard you can hit. The fortitude of your mind, Javik, and that's the real difference between you and me, is that in your mind, you are, you are just an animal. You are a feral beast. But I know that we lichens can be so much more than that. And that's the real difference. He does that terrible, uh, terrified dog yell that huskies sometimes get when they're startled um, uh -huh. where it's like it's halfway a bark and halfway a scream and he just like cowers in the corner for a second all the while just like chomping and snapping and like if anybody tried to get near him and help him right now he wouldn't be able to accept anything like that Yeah. Steel steps up to the cage where you are standing up on top of it sort of gargoyled up here and says alright two um I don't think I see Javik being much of a problem anymore. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna wipe off like whatever dirt and smudge is on her face from like rolling around just like a little bit and like flick it off and it's like, yeah, but we gotta make sure we're there for him when he, when he calms down, you know? The attitude he has right now is not a healthy one and we gotta be here for him as a part of the pack, as a part of the hunger. But we gotta give him time. And this was necessary, so. Alright, Hunger, you heard her. When he comes back out of this, we're gonna help him come back down. Shit. Alright, we'll manage it. Um, Illyria walks forward. At this point, your gang is sort of surrounding uh, this, this cage here, just sort of like looking on, and uh, again, you made such an incredible point of this. You you look out at your gang, you know, without a roll here, your message has sunk in very clearly. Um, and you can see it on Illyria's face as well. Uh, they they walk up to the side of the cage and uh, Steel lets them through, knowing that, you know, you've sort of had a, you've had an eye out for, for Illyria for a little while. Um, and Illyria looks up at you and says, you can change... Halfway, you were 
completely in control. It's what you can do with practice, pup. We just gotta get you, get your sea legs under you, so to speak. That's incredible. Can you teach me how to do this? I, I, I know you heard what happened back in Dawn Greet. I transformed and. They look over their shoulder at uh, a ghost that you have not interacted with much, but you know the two of them came here together. I really hurt someone I care about. I don't ever want to do that again. You... <laughs> they look inside the cage here at uh, at Javik, uh, just wide-eyed, and they say, You could have killed him, and you didn't. I, I need to know how to do this. Noble path you want to take, young one, and uh, I'll help you get there. This is when Brizzly arrives. Um, yeah, she's like, "Ooh, time to face the music!" Like, <laughs> Brizzly is pushing like, through. Uh, I mean, he's he's fully an adult here, so uh, you're yeah. you know you you've got the run of this Lycan gang, but they're all still kids at the end of the day. Um, yeah. He is like pushing through these werewolf students. Uh, <laughs> some of them like just fall to the ground just because this he's just like so strong and powerful. Yeah. Um, and he says, "Yeah, chew." Can you tell me what all this has been about? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Javik here was, uh, a little teed off and, uh, didn't like how I was running the club. He wanted to be a lot more picky about it, and, uh, we got into it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did get into it, didn't you? How you running the club. Is that what you're calling it now? Is this the club? Um, I mean, what else would you call a, a group of youthful, like-minded individuals gathering together under uh, some form of leadership? Ah, get get down off of that cage! <laughs> She's like, she like chuckles and like flicks her hair and it jumps, like drops off. That's why she was like sitting up there because she wanted to like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, um, hop down like hands in hands in her pockets like alright you stay right here don't go anywhere Bella Bella we need some help as Brizzly calls Bella out um, Steel uh, kind of sidles up to Illyria and Steel says school hunters they can go straight to hell Illyria says what? That's Bella. Why? She may well have saved my life when I was in Dongreet. Yeah, well, life-saving, that's not all in their job description. Bella's dealt with our crew before. Is uh, before Chu was in charge. That whole cabin's full of killers. Killers? Yeah. Um, and Chu, as you rejoin the group here, Brizzly has instructed you to stay put. Mm -hmm. If you do, you know that you are awaiting whatever uh, penalty, uh, detention, something of that nature uh, awaits you. Do you intend to be here to receive it? <laughs> I mean, there's no real running away from anything. It's a school. Like, they, they're going to find her eventually. I don't think 
But he didn't say stay in this exact same spot that I left you. She's probably gonna at least walk around and chat. Uh, especially if she sees Steel sidling up to Illyria and talking to them and be like... Absolutely. Um, as uh -huh. you approach, um, Steel gives like a pretty deep nod. Um, he he sort of like carries himself. His posture is decent except for he like hangs his head pretty low. Um, probably mm -hmm. a result of being tall, ducking under doorways and all that. As you walk over, uh, Brizzly is like trying to open the cage, but uh, Javik keeps lurching forward and like trying to snap at him. And he just sort of throws his hands up in the air, waits for Bella to come over. Um, and as they begin to puzzle around this cage, Steel says to you, I don't know if we're trying to be here when Brizzly's kind of done taking care of Javik, but I mean, there is one place we could head. You want to learn how to get this under control, Pop? And she's looking at Illyria. Yes, yes. Absolutely. I'll do anything. She's gonna... She's eyeing Brizzly, like, keeping an eye on the... On the, on the cage. Mm-hmm. She's like... Alright, let's uh there's a place we can go. Uh there's a place I've been meaning to show you anyways. Uh Steel Steel breaks off from the group uh and uh sort of leans down, hunches over, uh talks to a few members of the gang and uh they nod and start to sort of like form up to kind of block the view of you and the rest of the folks leaving. Uh, yeah, and a good yeah, portion yeah. of this gang, sort of, uh, the, like, the, the younger ones, the total newbies, have been assigned with, like, keeping the, the distance here. And then uh, Steel follows you uh, as you head off across the field and toward the forest. Could I uh, slip a, like, slip a quick note to, to Brizzly? Gotta go! Talk to you later, Teach! <laughs> like, um, I owe you! <laughs> and just, uh... Like, cause she knows she's gonna have to face the music at some point, but she's like, I got shit, I got, uh, I got stuff to do. I'll sure. be, uh, I got a vamoose. I'll be back though. <laughs> Absolutely. Love ya. Um, there is, uh, there is a a were fox, um, with some real light hands, uh, and uh, you pass this little scrap of parchment off to Steel, and Steel gives it to this were fox, uh, and she just sort of like, she walks past. Brizzly and the parchment is in her hand at one moment and then it's gone the next and she continues to walk. Fantastic. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, you'll find that later. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, at some point you're going to be traveling through the woods and you're just going to hear a yell. Um, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Igor, um, I know we haven't checked in a ton, uh, but Igor has pretty much been leaving this up to what has been happening down on the field. Uh, Igor Igor has expressed this seems like kind of like in business. Um, and uh, yeah, overall, Igor, you have done a pretty good job of, you know, not making a bad impression for yourself here. Um, you didn't get involved, and that was probably the right answer. And uh, <laughs> Gems, by the way, Gems has gone in with, uh, let him bite it out, which is a pretty good... <laughs> It's a pretty good yeah, one. chew on this for a second. Hey, there. By the way, yeah, y'all don't know this about Darby necessarily, because frankly, Darby, I appreciate you. You've kept it pretty well reeled in, but Darby's mm -hmm. an absolute pun menace. <laughs> I would, I would liken myself to uh, to more of a 
like a comedian on a stand-up night or something. It just okay. keeps the hits keep on coming sometimes, you know? The, the, the bits keep on coming. Um, uh-huh. How people howling with laughter at some point. And then finally, I want to say thank you very much to Elite Extreme, Gifted Parrot, and Insomniac. And can I tell you something? Insomniac is my 1,000th follower on Twitch. <laughs> hey! So, Insomniac, thank you very much for the follow. I appreciate you dearly. Delightful. Look at that 1K! Look at it! 1K! Look at it! <laughs> Look at it. I would like to know, um, I think, Igor, what is going through your mind uh, as Illyria heads off with Chu? Illyria sort of uh, looks back over their shoulder at you, Igor, and kind of gives you a motion to stay put here. Um, you can see this look in Illyria's eyes. You've seen it before. They are hyper-focused on something. Um, occasionally, uh, Illyria will sink their teeth into something and not let go, and you can see that look in their eye of... An opportunity has popped up, and Illyria wants to take full advantage of it as much as possible. Meanwhile, Chu leads the way off of the field, past the stables uh, at the edge of the field, uh, past the cemetery on one side, past the parade grounds uh, with their rocky, relatively flat surface where uh, a lot of the expeditioneering practice goes down and starts to descend the hill into the larger sort of wilderness of the castle grounds. The overall shape of the castle grounds is sort of the shape of a dagger, and the castle itself sits very close to what would be the hilt of the dagger, but we are heading deep into the forest, down toward the tip of this dagger, and it takes us a couple of hours to reach the far end. And as we do, Illyria starts to hear more and more the sounds of water. It is right about the middle of the night, because of course, uh, as we've mentioned before, the day-night cycle at the school is entirely flipped. Of course, with our lichen blood flowing through us, the moons uh, shine down plenty of light for us to get a bearing. And as we pass out of the tree line, we find ourselves at the edge of kind of a corner of the river. Up to our left, it it sweeps down toward these falls, and then this it, it hits these waterfalls, which seems to be split up into many different spots. Lots of rushing water here. And then it continues off down to the right and actually sort of curls back around and heads off back roughly in the direction where it came, uh, now that it's fallen down these, these, uh, these falls here. And Illyria, looking at this, says, Oh. This is amazing. Do we cross here? Illyria is sort of like looking across the river, wondering like what might be over on the other side. You know what truly lies here. And as uh, as you approach the edge, um, Illyria is startled to hear a voice from behind one of these waterfalls as it says, Who approaches? It's Chew. And some guests. And steel. What's the password? True hunger is never satiated. 
Steel steps forward into this waterfall, and Illyria continues wide-eyed to follow. Um, True, you head inside the caves of Gambler's Fall. Gambler's Fall is this waterfall, this little network of waterfalls. But not only that, this is a network of caves wherein the lichen spend a decent bit of their time. This is the hideout. And as you enter, there is a swarm of activity here. There are little uh, piles of uh, supplies and interesting things here, uh, little bits and knickknacks, things to make it feel like home. Different rooms have been claimed by different groups. There are werebears in here, werebats, where birds of different sorts, there's a were owl who hangs out in here. But certainly, as the head of the largest coherent pack in the school, every one of them steps back and lets you pass when you make your way through, Chu. Um, and uh, you find yourselves in this little, this little cavern. It is pretty well flooded here. Um, but there are lo there's lots of sort of clear space along the edges, uh, and there there are you know there are banners hung up along the walls, old decrepit things from like you know sports teams back in the towers, uh, all sorts of sort of homey things, and then also quite a few bones littering the floor, <laughs> because hunting is something that uh, students do after all. Chu, this is absolutely incredible. Yeah. We uh, carved out our own space here. It's for all of us, whether we were born this way or whether we were bitten. And this, honestly, if you're looking to learn to have a little more control over transformations, this might be the best place for you to do it. Yes, yes. You're around. You're around fellows here, and uh, she's gonna she's gonna like kick a bone a little bit out of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we go hunting a little, so you know, you can you can really get a get a feel for all the parts about yourself, not just one over the other. It's intoxicating. You know I'm sure, but <laughs> it, when when I transformed, I, I tried, I tried to catch up with this thing that was running out in front of me and I, I never could. I Ended up biting Igor on the hand, and did you know how badly we can hurt ghosts as Lycan? Yeah, yeah, it could be pretty bad. I didn't think he could be hurt like that, but I shredded half of his hand. It was terrible. How's Igor's hand looking right now? He's much, much better. Um, he has uh, had a chance to recover. Um, he he met a, a vampire teacher who uh, deals in magic, and... Um, I think he's trying to learn some magic himself. That reminds me, what is it that you study while you're here? Do you go to classes? They grin yeah, a little bit, knowing that the answer might be kind of no. I yeah, I think I think uh, Chu tends to ditch classes, but does do well in them. Okay, it's like one of those kids who like doesn't show up but like aces the test. Like sure. She she does her she does her work on the side. She's just uh doesn't show up for classes necessarily all the time. Sure. I go to, okay. I go to classes when I feel like it. But that doesn't mean I'm not studying. I'm working hard. Indeed. The 
Your body's a temple and your brain's a part of that temple. <laughs> I think Steel kind of like jumps in here as you sort of consider like, yeah, what is what is my relationship to school exactly? Uh, and Steel says, Chu has got um, additional responsibilities. You know, classes are important. You know, I I've learned how to read like a couple extra languages while I was here, which is pretty cool. And that's been kind of handy. I've been doing some some extra help. But uh, now Chu, Chu's learned some things that doesn't come from the teachers. That wasn't that wasn't a stunt with Javik. That kind of stuff happens kind of regularly. And Chu is one of the people who's learned how to manage it. Um, he looks at you with like considerable admiration. Steel is, uh, uh, Steel has always been very loyal to you. And, uh, you know, in times like this, you can sort of like see it glowing in his eyes. He just like has just incredible respect for what you are able to do, keeping people not only safe from each other, but safe from themselves sometimes. There are a lot of like in like Javik, um... It's hard, you know it's hard, Illyria, to, to keep track of that part of yourself. I, I kind of liked what you said about it running out in front of you. It ran out in front of me a long time ago, and Chu set me straight. Um, and without somebody like Chu, I think there could be a lot of, a lot of us dying. So, I'm thankful. All right, I will learn absolutely anything that you tell me she sort of like looks to you expectantly we gotta see what you can see what you're see what you like first and then you know there's no one one way to teach somebody how to kind of get this under control you know everyone's everyone's a little different werewolves are a little different than were bats different than were bears everyone's got something a little different so want to reassure you that this is not gonna be a, a one one shop fits all sort of doohickey, but we're gonna we're gonna work with you. You know, no one here is gonna give up on you unless you give up on yourself. So, all right, I won't. I know she'd probably want to see Illyria transform and okay. see what that what that form is like. Is it like? more speedy, more stocky, like how aggressive are we are we talking about here? Indeed. Um, and see if she's good with like talking and like if she needs to show a force, she can she can do it. Maybe she's a little tired right now, but she can still keep them penned in. A, in, a, in, in yeah. Yeah, keep them <laughs> penned in. So And uh, these yeah. caves have proved very helpful in that process because they're relatively enclosed. You take a new lichen down here and they're gonna get lost before they can get out and cause any more trouble. Um, mm -hmm. And so you and the other uh, lichen can do a pretty good job keeping them here in the caves. If if one, you know, if a werebear just like gets totally out of control, you just keep them in the caves, wait for them to settle down and then it's good. Um, yeah, give them a little nap, have like a, have a little snacky, you know. If they're really hankering to hunt, like get like a rabbit or something and just <laughs> chase that. <laughs> Indeed. You spend some time, Chu, with Illyria, trying to understand, like, what exactly it is Illyria becomes when Illyria becomes a wolf. Because, as you are well aware, there's a lot of different flavors that come with that. 
and um, Illyria, because the sort of moon cycle, the transformation cycle is very much waning right now, Illyria tries, they try really hard, but they aren't quite able to transform at the time. Uh, but they are able to give you sort of a, a bit of an account, uh, backed up by some of the others in your gang who have sort of heard things. Uh, Steel, for instance, has been doing a lot of listening, knowing that you're interested in this uh, pup, which is a great bit of uh, lingo that I very much appreciate you adding. Um, and uh, between that, you are able to suss out that Illyria is kind of a tank. <laughs> um, Pretty, pretty big heart, not particularly, uh, not super fast, definitely not particularly stealthy, but hard to put down. And uh, frankly, you imagine a little bit like Javik if Javik had a more sensible head on his shoulders. She was definitely being like, okay, you should definitely, definitely talk to this person. Uh, you know, Monty's really good with like, just sort of like muscle gain. Cause yeah. like, it seems like you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be pretty tough, you know. You're gonna be hard to put down. So like, Monty's good with muscle gain. Uh, Monty talk is to, a uh, wear bear who's just like from over yeah. in the corner has got his like arms so totally jacked up, and he just like gives the nod. You uh, and Illyria have been talking for some time now about uh, sort of you know what sort of wolf Illyria sort of transforms into uh what are the things that y'all are going to need to be aware of you are as we talked about before kind of learning your way through this leadership process as much as you are teaching it um mm -hmm. uh you know as much as you are sort of like instructing other lichen and it's been pretty quiet here you you are you've got it you're starting to get a feel for this you've done it for a few folks at this point um you've, you've guided a few through some really rough patches uh in their transformation processes um you you've you've gotten good at some of the like more varsity style like lichen issues you know you're getting pretty well versed in this the water continues to rush around you gives this very pleasing um uh, kind of white noise effect over the whole scene uh as you sit here and chat quietly with illyria um illyria has opened up a little bit about where they come from uh they they talk about their their home in the ox bends which is massive massive river formations up to the north um, very cold there, you can think pretty Viking, um, and, uh, how back where they're from, well, they're not totally sure how they're going to be received if they ever try to go back home, considering what they are now. Um, but they're thankful for what you're trying to do, how you're trying to help here. Um, at some point, Monty leaves the room and, uh, is sort of... You know, just off uh, off in other parts of the caverns here. and uh, But then, as we're finishing up this conversation, Monty ducks his head back in, nods toward Steel, and Steel goes over. They have a little brief conversation there in the corner. Um, Illyria is essentially saying, I'm, I'm so thankful for this. Um, I, I wanted to trust Brisley, and I, I think that I can, but... Who better to teach me how to be a wolf than a wolf? I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like to teach, you know, I've kind of got, it's all just experience. Uh, so, you know, if something, if something really, like, Grizzly really says that really resonates with you, you should go with it, you know, but, uh. Okay. If you, I hope, I hope these lessons are, are sinking with you. Uh. 
Lila's really good at like the meditation stuff and that really helped her sort of handle her transformations a little bit. Alright. So that I there's like a lot of different ways that this works for people and you know. Yeah. And uh, I think Lila the were weasel <laughs> uh, <laughs> gives like um, a very solemn nod. Um, mm-hmm. You hear Monty and Steele are arguing a little bit um, uh, in whispered voices. And finally, like Steele, his eyebrows furrow. Uh, he turns back away from you. Monty rushes back off down the down into the other parts of the caverns. And Steele sidles up to you that so only you can hear. And says, uh-huh. um, hey, uh, I, I'm really sorry to cut this short, but it, it sounds like we've got something that you need to attend to. I, I don't know who else is going to do it. What? What is it? Somebody's here. Someone from the pack. The big pack. Uh, you see, you just stiffen uh, <clears throat> okay um, on school grounds really like okay okay everyone just relax I will I'll I'll um I'll be back if I don't come back you know hold steady until I do or you hear from me you stand and Lila gives uh, a little nod. Illyria is just sitting there, like, "So do I stay?" Or and uh, Steel just sort of like gives a motion to like you know hang out here. Steel stays at your shoulder um, as the two of you head down through the corridors here. Um, they're not formal corridors; they're just rough hewn stone walls. Um, a, a lot of them not carved by any person's hands, as much as just the course of the rivers here. Um, and you head off into. One of the openings, one of the openings furthest away from the school grounds is sort of the the river and on one side of the falls, you've got the school grounds, the other side is not the school grounds and you head off toward that distant part away from the castle grounds and as you approach, you hear moaning, uh, someone injured and then you hear another voice. Um, You hear, "Ah, ah, ah." get it around her leg. We need to stop this bleeding. As you approach, you can see there are adults in here, which is a weird feeling for you. This is supposed to be like kind of like the a hideout. Kids club. Yeah, exactly. What? Um, and as you approach, you see um, looks like about a half dozen people. Uh, some of them you recognize, and one of them you particularly recognize. It's your older brother. Your older brother, um, he is also a werewolf, also a lifelong werewolf, and he is fully unconscious on the floor. Um, he appears to be missing at least two fingers from one of his hands. Um, he is passed out. Uh, the other lichen here, um, because you recognize many of them, they are from the pack. You, in fact, you can see some of the uh, yellow sashes that they wear uh, with the the symbol of the pack of the Eternal Hunger, which is this sort of horseshoe shape uh, with spikes on the inside of the horseshoe. Um, it, it could look like anything from uh, a weird mouth with teeth inside of it to like a, a, a big weird smile with teeth or 
a pit full of spikes. Um, but this sort of horseshoe shape with the spikes, um, you can see they wear these yellow bands with these these uh, these rough insignia on it. Um, and you see, uh, I mean, this is this is a, a a lichen. You've seen her before. You don't know her name. Uh, what you do know is that she is from some of the like logging and forestry operations that helps to keep the pack afloat financially. Um, and as you look around, you see some of these other people are from the same. Uh, Steel says, they're, they're from the logging operation, and they got their asses kicked. They got thrashed. This is, I mean, a, a quarter of them. The rest of them are out. They're all dead in the woods. What the f- I, 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 and just uh, chew is down by her brother's side, like, like I, I guess binding up wounds and just checking for breath. Like, who attacked you? What, what happened? This. The uh, the the woman who seems to be kind of the only person mentally present right now. Your brother, fully unconscious. Um, uh, a couple of the other ones just like in absolute agony uh, a couple of them uh, are bearing wounds one in the leg one in the rib cage there are crossbow bolts with sort of uh, orange glowing runes carved into them um and uh, this woman the only one with the presence of mind to sort of like keep up with this process um turns over to you she looks ragged exhausted her hair is all stringy she looks like she's been running through the forest um uh, she shakes you by the shoulders uh, and says we have been decimated. Chu, right? That's your name? Yes, yes. That's that's me. We need a place to hide. Uh of course this is We were attacked in the woods. Your your brother said that there was something like this here. A, a place with a waterfall. I prayed we were in the right place. We need to hide yeah. here. You you found it. Um, and she'll look at Steel and be like, uh, uh, get anyone who's good with medicine and and, and the healing and stuff like that. Uh, we need to clear. I I know it's only it's only supposed to be for bruises and cuts and stuff, but we need to clear the clear the room, get that sanitized. We need to get them get them in and start finding deeper caves to hide them in. Uh, like now. Uh, Illyria from down this corridor actually pipes up, and you hear their voice echo through and says. I have got some herbalism experience. I, I can help. Wonderful. You're in charge of that. Go. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, and uh, Monty, being as you know strapped as he is, he just begins to start carrying the wounded, uh, starting with your brother down the hall. This woman, uh, she appears to be an elf. Um, again, you've probably seen her, but you don't know her name. Um, she puts a hand on your shoulder, and you watch her eyes just sort of like phase in and out of focus. She falls to one knee with her hand still on your shoulder and now less of like a like a token of camaraderie and more just trying to keep herself upright. And as she slumps against you, you can see the back of her coat is just soaked with blood. And she just crumbles against you. She's on her knees. Her face falls just sort of against your torso, essentially. And you barely hear the whisper they're coming. Uh, Chu is in, I guess, business mode. She's like, we need to shut shut down any cave entrance that we don't control and doesn't face the school right now. Like, go. 
You uh, hear animal noises suddenly sprout up uh, through the caves, signals. Uh, you hear little wolf yips um, as your group coordinates with one another. Uh, you hear uh, the the hooting of an owl overhead and then responding, uh, uh, kind of a chorus of ravens out in the forest up above. Um, you're trying to mentally track all the different transformation cycles of all these different lichen around you. And as Chu battens down the hatches and tries to get Gambler's Fall prepared for whatever is coming next, I want to thank you all for joining me for this episode of Night School at Vesperal Academy. Darby is going to be on later tonight. Chaotic Darby on Twitter and Darby, where else should we be looking for you? Or what other things would you like us to to find, even if you're not on it? Oh, cool. Yes. Uh, things you can, places and cool things to see. TTRPG is a uh, Twitch channel for people of marginalized identities to come together and tell stories. Uh, it is a channel I help run as a technical admin and the uh, co-host of the talk show. You should check it out on Twitch tonight. Indeed, there's T E A T R P G. Yes, uh, like the drink. It is really cool. We're doing some funky, fun stuff, uh, showcasing a lot of indie designers and their uh, TTRPGs. So you should check that out. You could also find me later tonight at 5 p.m. PST on the Girls Run These Worlds Twitch channel, where I will be playing Aisling, a complete idiot. Uh, Bard warlock, but doesn't know that she's a warlock. She just thinks changelings are weird. Uh, <laughs> catch me every other Tuesday on Through Hollow Flames, a D&D 5th edition podcast uh, hosted by the lovely, the wonderful It's the Riddler, who, uh, Sam, you know as... Uh, Indeed. You played with them. Uh, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful person who definitely is not uh, throwing in a hook to hunt down uh, one of the player characters. It's not <laughs> mine, actually, for once. Um, but dang, uh, that person's about to have an unfun time. Otherwise, on Fridays, you can catch me on Weave the Tail at 12.30 PST, uh, playing Shadowrun, where I play Digit, a uh, dwarf decker e-girl who uh, <laughs> went from being like, haha, I'm pretending to be stupid to, okay, it's business time. Uh, we have bounties on our heads. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Everything's kind of gone to go down. We're in a different country. We're freaking out. It's all good. It's going to be fine. Hopefully, maybe. Indeed, can and should. <laughs> no. Oh, and this Saturday, you can catch oh. me at 10 a.m. PST. It's going to be on Transplaner's uh, Twitch channel. We are doing a charity stream uh, for Roll for Solidarity. Uh, we're going to be, uh, I will be, we're the 10th. 10th slot, I think, but it is okay. going to be many different one-shots, interviews, panels, and stuff like that to raise money for Roll for Solidarity, so it should be 
super cool. It's like 43 different creatives of color, seven panels, three one-shots, two charities, and one creative community. It is awesome. <laughs> You Shit. found the cheat sheet, I see. <laughs> I did find the cheat sheet. It is on is going to be on Transplaner RPG Twitch channel. So you should check that out because there's lots of really freaking cool people there. Yes. On top of supporting a good cause. So boop. Absolutely. Yeah. Folks, thank you so very much for joining us. And Darby, thank you so much for joining me. Uh Darby, a massive talent, uh, and nobody I know works harder in this sphere than Darby. So uh go check out Darby because Darby is doing cool work and working with cool people. And for great reasons too. Darby, I will see you later. Have a good one, bye-bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> and that's it. This is gonna be a mess to edit, but I'm gonna do the thing, by golly. <laughs>